From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, October 20th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A 20-year-old Princeton University student from Euclid near Cleveland has been found dead. According to a release from the Mercer County, New Jersey Prosecutor's Office, Ms. Raka Unite's body was discovered near the edge of the Princeton campus by an employee early this afternoon. Investigators say there were no obvious signs of injury and her death does not appear suspicious or criminal in nature. A Unite had last been seen on Friday at around 3 a.m. near her dorm. She was in her junior year at the Ivy League school, studying sociology on a full-ride scholarship. Ayunate graduated at the top of her class in 2020 at Cleveland's Villa Angela St. Joseph High School. National Transportation Safety Board investigators are reviewing the plane crash in Marietta that killed the two men aboard on Tuesday. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has the story. Investigators say there is a lot that they will look at, from the pilot's flying experience to the weather in the area at the time. The communication was seamless. There were no issues, no uh, um, no cause for concern, and no distress signals were sent. It was very normal communications. We're told the goal here is to have a preliminary report completed in 10 days and a full report ready in the next 9 to 12 months. I'm Andrew Kinsey. One of the two men killed in Tuesday's plane crash was Tim Gifford, a 49-year-old retired Columbus firefighter. In Columbus, a woman named Monica Durbin says she was in a serious car crash 14 years ago and Gifford came to the scene. He will always have a special place in my heart because he saved me and obviously I'll never forget that man and my prayers are with his family right now because they know he's in a better place. The other victim in the plane crash was 45-year-old Eric Seavers of Parkersburg, West Virginia. Police have arrested two people from Lorraine for the shooting death of a teen in nearby Elyria. ONN's Maureen Kyle has more. 14-year-old Shane Edwards was shot and killed last month while lying in bed. Elyria police announced that 18-year-old Jose Antonio Campos and a 16-year-old both faced charges in his death, including felony murder, felony assault, and tampering with evidence. Campos appeared in court Monday and has been released on bond. I'm Maureen Kyle. The Ohio Supreme Court has upheld the death sentence for an inmate who argued her attorneys didn't properly raise in her defense past trauma she experienced, including gender dysphoria. Here's ONN's Clay Gordon. The court ruled 6-1 to yesterday to uphold Victoria Drain's conviction and death sentence in the 2019 beating death of a fellow inmate at Warren Correctional Institution. Drain's attorneys argued her gender dysphoria was among significant evidence available for her defense. The court noted that Drain repeatedly refused to allow her attorneys to release information that could have assisted her. I'm Clay Gordon. Early voting is underway in Ohio, and one of the issues on every ballot statewide is Issue 1. It focuses on changing how bail is set in the state. ONN's Gabriela Garcia reports supporters of the issue are campaigning for their cause. Supporters of Issue 1 launched a statewide bus tour. It requires judges to consider public safety and criminal records when setting bail amounts. Supporters say it would allow higher amounts to be set and avoid suspects to commit more crimes when they're out on bail. Governor Mike DeWine showed up to support this and shared his feelings on the bill. It puts the law back to where, frankly, we all thought it was and where it should be, and that is a safety of the public is important. The ACLU of Ohio is against issue one. The group says it would only allow wealthy people to purchase their freedom and that cash bail should not be used as a way to keep people in jail, but to ensure that they will return to court. I'm Gabriela Garcia.
Northwest Ohio's Hancock County, which includes the city of Findlay, will soon have more tools to fight the opioid epidemic. More from ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo. The county's Alcohol, Drug Addiction, and Mental Health Services Board was awarded $1 million in grant funding. The money will go to preventing the illegal use of opioids and stimulants. The grant is part of the more than $20 million that the Department of Justice is awarding to Ohio Public Safety Initiatives. I'm Amanda Fay. The Ohio State Highway Patrol says over the last five years, there have been more than 100,000 crashes on Ohio roadways involving a deer, and 31 people have died in those crashes. ONN's Madeline Watkins has more. Sergeant Ryan Papura with the Ohio State Highway Patrol says you do not want to swerve to avoid hitting a deer. That could, of course, result in an even worse crash. The best thing that you could do is just firmly brake and stay in your lane as best as you can. He says this time of year when you see one... Um, and oftentimes if you do see deer run out in front of you, there's a good chance there's a deer behind it. So it's good if you do see one deer start slowing, look around, look for that second or multiple deer coming behind that first one. Madeline Watkins in Rossford. Ohio State head coach Ryan Day says winning is never automatic as they prepare to play the Iowa Hawkeyes at home on Saturday, a team that beat the Buckeyes in Iowa when they last played five years ago. ONN's Dave Holmes reports. Last weekend, the Buckeyes head coach had a chance to watch a little college football on the bye week, and he saw just how quickly things can change with one loss, and he says his team understands that too. They get it. Uh, you still have to remind them. You know, Everybody has to be reminded of what's at stake every single week. And when you get a, a chance to watch some of the teams in the top 10 lose like we did last weekend, well, it gets your attention. I'm Dave Holmes. Ohio State's marching band will perform with Iowa's during halftime of the game on Saturday. The band's Twitter account says it's the first full joint performance in its history. And a new themed area is coming to Kings Island. It's called Adventureport. According to the Entertainment Destinations website, Adventureport will be located between Coney Mall and Action Zone, and it will have two new family rides featuring tropical terrains, a forbidden temple for explorers, and local cuisines. This is coming after the 50th anniversary at the park this year. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.